This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We watch Sunday School Musical. Shut up! <laughs> and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Any of that noodle thing? You guys wouldn't mind adding a couple inches of the pants. Hey. I'm just killing. Hey. Okay, bitch. Watch this. Bazinga. 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 When you drive past an accident, it's not like anyone else. As you drive past, you know you have to do something about it because you know you're the only one that can really help. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom Cruise. And we are here to have <laughs> Good exactly Christian Fun. What to do. You know, which he doesn't say in the video. Oh, that's so funny. That's a that's a bit of a Berenstein Bear situation. Oh yeah. He says, You're the only one that can help. Yeah. Uh, that sh- that video is uh, of Tom Cruise doing his Scientology talk. The Tom Cruise Scientology talk but, from uh, many, many years ago. I'm so familiar with it because I'm, we I'm not exaggerating, be- but my husband is constantly thinking about that move, that video. And like, if you're just, if you're staring at him and he has kind of a far away look, I can guarantee you it's... What's creepy is the door opened to your place right as you said that, but no one was there. I thought he was... I thought he was walking in on cue, but no, obviously he wasn't. Well, Caroline gets the door. I'm going to tell you so. what this podcast is about. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, Christian movies, music, entertainment, DC talk, uh, Reliant K, the OC Supertone, Skillet, Left Behind, God's Not Dead, and this week's Sunday School Musical, which is a bit of an aberration for us, but just a disclaimer, we're Christians, but we're not here to make you go to church or to make you feel bad about what you believe. We're just here to have fun and talk it out, baby. We're barely Christians. We're hanging on by a little progressive thread. Fistians, faux Christians. <laughs> is Fistians good? Fistians is good. Fistians. Heavy on the fist. Heavy on the fist. Waiter, heavy on the fist, please. <laughs> Why? Oh, I oh. always get it here. They go heavy on the fist. <laughs> you you won't regret try it. it. You have to. The great calamari. Uh, but yeah, that's the show. That's our little show we've been doing for 75 episodes. Episodes as of this episode. Ooh, wow. 75. Is there a color associated with 75? Is that like bronze, silver, gold? Let me look that up. It's the sweat anniversary. All right. It's wow. the sweat anniversary. You give you, each other sweat. You give gifts. your honey a little mason jar full of your own sweat, which you've collected over the past 75 <laughs> years. I would do that for you if you want. Oh, then, for me? Yeah, and pour oh, it on your you cat. You don't have to do that. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> so your cat sweats for once in her life? I know that you have literally buckets of it in your room at any given moment. If you get to 75, it's like implied child bride, right? Uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Because, yeah, how old would you... 
If you're a hundred, but you know what? This will be the first generation of yeah. which that's not true because our lifespans are going to be so much longer because of medicine. Because of <laughs> medicine and technology, I yeah. thought you said Madison, like Holly Madison. And I'm going to get rid of that old ball and chain as soon as I can. Oh no! I'm just going to make it to ten. Is your heart good? Your heart okay? <laughs> yeah, my heart's great. Okay, so you'll make it to more than ten. Dang, I'm really trying to. Oh, symbol for seventy fifth is diamond. Diamond. Woo! That's oh, the so... diamond jubilee. Oh, let's Diamonds. put a little diamond emoji on the episode picture. Do you when remember it comes Queen out. Elizabeth's diamond jubilee? How could I forget? I think about that a Was lot. Was that about the number seventy five? Um. No, I think she does it every year. She has a yearly diamond jubilee. Yeah, yeah. That's maybe. the level of I inviting so people wrong. over to my house. I'm trying to get. Welcome to our new TV recap <laughs> podcast, The Crown Kids, where we Good talk Christian about Christian royals. Oh gosh, <laughs> all of them: King David, King Solomon, Good King of Queens, Jesus. Kevin James, the King of Laughs. Hey. Uh, but we can't do this alone. We need hey. a very special guest to help us out, ladies and gentlemen. You may know her from Love It or Leave It, or perhaps Adam ruins everything. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it the hell up for Jossie Kaufman. Hello, I'm here to wow, be it's beautiful. the guest. We're crying. I'm crying right now. Ooh. Rap to ooh. church. Yeah. Here we go <laughs> with my friends. Pass that wafer, man. I want communion, man. Need some no, wine, man. Thanks. I'm not doing drugs. I'm just doing a lot of drugs. <laughs> whole 30. Right. <laughs> Kevin's on whole 30 right now. I'm on you whole 30. Yeah, so I'm then dizzy all the time. That's why he looks so good. <laughs> Gosh. You're glowing. Literally glowing. Uh, thanks so much for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. I'm Thrilled. I like you already so much. Wow. This wow. Is, I'm getting an on-air compliment. Minutes, yeah. Well, this is uh, a little peek behind the curtain. This is the I will say that, uh, you know, podcast guest booking, sometimes like <laughs> you plan it out like months and months in advance and you got to work with like, yes. you know, a lot of different moving Agent, parts. managers. Agents, talent, uh, ICM, Shooting schedules UTA, for Netflix APA, originals. Mommies, daddies. And Nambla. Uh, but for this, this was me hearing Jossie on another podcast, a yes. sister podcast, Punch Up oh, the Jam. In the family. And then being like, hey, she's awesome. Let's have her on our that show. That rules. And that's actually the bit. strategy I'm hoping to follow. I'm hoping to Tarzan through the woods. Yeah, just keep yeah, looping. Yeah. yeah, just keep linking so on if you through. have a podcast and you're listening and you're like, who's this charming person? <laughs> I'm going to pass you right off. Yeah. My schedule's very available. <laughs> <laughs> So fun and so charming. And this is a strategy of mine now is just listen to other people's shows and poach them. Do the poach talent. Yes. Yes. It's never gone wrong. That's why people do podcasts, right? Kind of. I mean, to listen, we can't pay money, but you can pay exposure bucks. Yeah. I When I moved to California, I told my parents that, just wait, soon they're going to be poaching me from each other's podcasts. That's right. And they like tears welled up in their eyes. Yeah. They couldn't like, imagine the stardom. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, I love podcasts. <laughs> I love Snapchat TV shows. My parents love niche Instagram content. Your parents were worried that you would follow an alley-like trajectory. Oh, my God. Your gosh. voice would get compromised. They're so afraid that, like, an old scary man would fall in love with me. Mark, <laughs> Ma Mark Maron in this case. Oh, my Mark God. Mark Maron being the Jackson Maine of podcasting. A lot of personal fear? demons. Yeah, and it's scary when a person you're dating says, lock the gates, you know? Because... <laughs> Because you're not sure no. if, I mean, I was born in the <laughs> mid-90s. I was so young when Almost Famous came out, came out that I hardly even remember that that's a 
line that his character says in that movie oh, and that that's what he's referencing at the top that. of every podcast. Almost yeah. Famous, uh, a movie in which Jimmy Fallon plays an evil businessman. Jimmy business Fallon manager. plays an evil business. <laughs> that movie oh, really? is hilarious. Is he also a, a, a stone cold drunk in that movie as well? Uh, what I will tell you is that Billy Crudup is a stone cold fox. <laughs> Who? Oh yeah, that's right. I at one point thought him is and that Bradley the kid in the movie. No, no. Oh, yeah, you pervert. That's Patrick Fugit. Sorry, that's disgusting. Oh. You say you like me so much I was thinking, because you I think I know. crush on little boys, and I would be impressed. No, Crud- yeah. Crudup is uh oh for a movie we did on this show, Spotlight. He he was women. the bad lawyer who's like, yeah, we've covered up some stuff. Yes, Crudup oh, is the bad lawyer. In Spotlight. He's got a very sharp face. He looks like him and Bradley Whitford could be brothers if you think about it. Ooh, think Billy about Crudup it. is like. Like Bradley Whitford's like hot older or younger brother. I really don't know. But don't you think Bradley Whitford is Bradley Whitford's hot older brother? Yes. <laughs> he went from daddy to zaddy real quick. Daddy to zaddy. Would smash. Would smash. Would would smash. Interested in his hair care routine. I will say that me and some friends recently had a conversation of who is the oldest person you would smash. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's such a good question. And I said Robert Redford. Oh yeah. 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 But then Great I was pick. thinking to myself, what, how old is Sam Neill? And then I was thinking to myself, all right, all right. <laughs> Redford's older than Neil. Okay, for then, sure. Then Redford, is for sure. Gene Wilder still alive? No, he no. died like four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he's definitely older. All right, but let's I be real. We're going to say Gene Wilder, too, by <laughs> really? the way. Really? Yes. Well, you know me so well. Because I, rem- I have a vivid what conversation inked in my mind at Jameson Brown Coffee Roasters <gasps> in Pasadena, California, where Caroline listed out her unlikely crushes amongst them. Gene Wilder and the mouse from the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> wow, the the mouse. Okay, and well, Oliver hold up. from I Oliver and to Company. I have some photos of him on my phone right now, oh and you God. tell me. I would like to see. You him. wouldn't. Oh no, I found the some mouse. Horrible photos in here too. Oh, I think I deleted them. Oh, weren't we googling those photos of the Damn. mouse no, earlier okay. the other night? I yeah. I recently was talking about how one of my first crushes was Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of he's sense. Cool, oh, Mr. He's ben so, Schwartz. He's so athletic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is cool. He's like a confident young man. Yeah, he gets impatient if you don't play with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh. And he's fast. He's so fast. Except in one area. Uh, commitment? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he runs away from Yeah, it. do you think a man so obsessed with rings has a healthy attitude towards marriage? <laughs> I mean, yes, I do. I hopefully. guess you'd think maybe he would because of the rings. <laughs> yeah, he's searching for them all the time. Well, Jossie, what is your history with faith, God, religion, growing up with yeah. it? I grew up going to a Methodist church uh, with like all of my extended family. So I didn't even associate it with faith or church. It was like where I weekly went to see my cousins and (laughs) play hide and go seek in the basement. What state were you in? (laughs) Iowa. So I grew up in uh, West Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, I, I went to church every weekend until second grade because that's when my parents got divorced and they both had family members who went to that church so instead of like picking who gets the church we all were just like all right peace and we like we we were no longer in the church my dad tried to do weekly devotions with us for a while like just at home yeah but it was like very big divorced vibe (laughs) i think it bummed all of us out (laughs) so you see christ in the church is a picture of what marriage should be (laughs) wait did your extended family also ditch the church or they kept they kept going your family had to remove yourself yes our uh, my my grandparents continued to go to that church uh for decades but um and honestly at that age i didn't even 
notice anything was missing. <laughs> sure. Uh, second grade. Yeah. 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 Like adaptable a, at that age. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like a Christian a Christianity <laughs> attitude was not a huge part of my growing up. Uh until middle school when middle school eighth grade, there was we moved to a new house and near this new house was this mega church, Hope Lutheran. And they had the whole thing. They had the charismatic middle-aged pastor. They had the electric guitar and uh, drum set that had like a soundproof case to make it echo in the the giant, uh, what do you call it? Stadium? Auditorium. Auditorium. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stadium can be apt as well. And when I was growing up, uh, I was a big dork. uh, And I think... Like, in, when I was in Sunday school as a kid, and, like, my dad was the high school Sunday school leader, too. Like, we were in this church oh, for wow. a while. At this mega church yeah, he was? No, at the small church oh, that I went wow. to before. Oh, uh, but, uh, like, every Sunday school teacher would come up to my parents and be like, look, I tell you, one day Jocelyn is going to be a pastor. <laughs> Because you had such natural charisma, probably. I, I, I'm sure I was. I was in the room, uh, but uh, mainly, I think it was just because I was asking so many questions about the Bible because I was really trying to build a case in my head. I think. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. A plus B. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were trying to ruin everything. Yeah, I was trying to ruin everything a little bit myself That's so cool. sometimes you shouldn't try to ruin sometimes everything. churches when they get a really questioning kid they're like this kid might be a problem yeah or they're susceptible totally. to doubts or something or they're like yeah get smart and yeah they landed on that side yeah and uh in eighth grade i went to this new mega church because people from my school were going uh they had like a cool kids program on thursdays and i started going weekly to that uh, and immediately shot up to the leadership of that and was soon on the like executive board for planning like this 40 hour famine thing that we were At doing. At what age? Oh, eighth grade. But I mean, there were teens on the board. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Led by like oh, it was a surfboard. one parent. Yeah. Okay. It was gotcha. like a, it was like a hip uh, happening board. Yeah. 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 I got Skateboard, you. longboard. Surfboard. Cool music playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you pretty into like the faith aspect of that for a while or did no, you just like the I structure think, of it? I think I like the structure. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked that it was like a group of people founded around like loosely positivity mm. and like community and it was also before I'd really found any extracurriculars I liked because like I stopped going to church as soon as I both got my first job at like an independent movie theater oh. where I was like seeing all the like all of a sudden seeing what were good movies and talking. like what's what's the first one of those that you remember so we're placed when I time. when I was interviewing there uh the social network was playing in theaters and then uh I the first week or so I was there I saw this wait this is eighth grade no 10th grade now 10th grade. I stopped okay, in 10th okay, okay. grade yeah I stopped that uh and then uh I, there was it was Denis Villeneuve that guy you know him oh yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 he had a movie Arrival. called Incendie and it was like this French film it was like a French Iranian film about like trying to like reconnect with your family and it like Ooh. knocked me off my ass and it was the same time around like Black Swan all these great movies were yeah. coming out so that's one reason I stopped going to church is that I started really liking movies. And then the other reason is I got into, I, uh, got into theater and choir stuff. Mm. And that just filled every single... My favorite parts of church were the singing, <laughs> the community, etc. And then I started working on Sunday mornings and I just couldn't go to church anymore. Mm. And then I just filled it with 
art. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that makes sense. I did theater yeah. in high school too, and youth group became a lot less yes. essential. And I will say, like, as far as like a spiritual con- connection, like, I was always like a kid who was like, dinosaurs. Like, like, oh, have you considered dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that I'd really invent oh, dinosaur the girl disrupted like, the surface well, again. Okay, well, sorry, this is really a set everyone off, but dinosaurs. It's not a science fair. It's like sister. your only trump card. <laughs> yes. You just keep. Oh, uh, okay. Well, dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I know I should forgive Cindy, but dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Guys. So, Damn it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess like the one time that I was like, no, I, I really think I believe in God and have spoken to him was there was a concert in the middle of that 40 hour famine I helped organize. Oh, yeah. It was like a, a very cool Christian. The rock concert band. you helped organize, not the famine. Well, wait, okay. <laughs> the, I helped organize the famine. Whoa. The 40 oh, no. hour famine. That's a crime. All these kids had to. Wait, you mean famine fasting, for 40, right? <laughs> they called it famine. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, that's strange. <gasps> oh my Famines, god! That's like when we still called yeah, crew campus crusades yeah. for Christ. Yes, like yes. We're organizing. Our, I did not know that crew was crusades. Holy cow! You didn't know? No, I thought it was a cool way to spell it crew. Worked. Yay! That's so funny. Yeah, they had to do that big rebranding because people were like, "Are you still calling it that? That's so crazy." <laughs> I've said before. It's like <laughs> referring like, to the Holocaust's hall. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! The hollow meeting. Yeah. No, what? So oh, okay. <laughs> All right. If I can so meet crazy. girls. We're just hanging in the hall <laughs> that's a <laughs> so funny wait so what was the famine for were you raising money for something? it was i think homelessness because then we also had to sleep outside for it oh yeah it's like it's so it's so stupid that i hardly remember what the lesson was <laughs> it was whenever you suffer do it performatively yes oh yeah. yes that oh was the God. lesson i was like be a leader get a leadership role and do it. <laughs> I'll be captain of this. Oh, wait, you were talking about your your God moment at this uh, concert. Yeah. Okay. So truly during like they did one of those like two thirds of the way through the concert thing where they were like, just like vamping on instruments. Come on up. Doing like a doing like a like, even if you think you've never been able to open your heart before, I want you to like look to the sky and like think of what you need in your life right now and and all the pain that's brought you here and it really as an eighth grader really really got yeah. me was it also because they looked like dancing pizza and chicken legs up there at that point <laughs> yeah, i was too. like so hum- they only I let us have juice <laughs> oh no you just sleep outside there is a and we had juice it was like in the parking lot it was so strange oh, yeah. there's a uh teen mania have you guys heard of this organization no, i haven't only recently it yeah. was based in texas but there's a lot of um essentially and it sounds like this was like a lesser version of that but there's essentially like a lot of just physical abuse linked to spirituality yeah okay where it's like they would make the kids i have a buddy who did it and came out of it just like with wow. a lot of bad war stories of course of like uh, we should have him on the show to talk about it sometime on like yeah. a second service or something but he was talking about like they'd make you roll down the hill for like a mile and then at the bottom of the hill you'd have to eat dog food and roll down the hill again oh my god and it was all like suffering to God it's a lot of yeah. anyway it has since collapsed uh, <laughs> since the 90s and 2000s well, I can but. almost like understand the purpose of your thing because yeah. I feel like that would like really bring it home for a teenager totally of like what yeah, hunger is like homelessness is like yeah. to just feel it in a night like you're not gonna die yeah and it, like it also you got the you got the experience of a lock-in like it really combined a lot of exciting 
things is like we're playing dodgeball at one in the morning man if we could bring out the crowd i would have i would love to do a lock-in for this show oh my god rent out a venue in los angeles program out the night i will have comedy stuff (laughs) watch a movie yeah okay we can do it here i love a lock-in vibe (laughs) or maybe it's like us three and one uh patreon subscriber who does the the fifteen hundred dollar a month subscription i like the idea of one person being locked in with us i think that's way cool at that point it's just saw yeah Yeah. it's just like let's get to know but i like there's still being like a pretty strict itinerary <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're still gonna program the hell out of it oh i love pro- over programming yes of course <laughs> readings i'll come in i just i just now feel comfortable enough on ukulele ukulele to sing and play oh, at the same time yeah. is that true yes oh post some covers you on your youtube <laughs> oh my god yeah let's reopen my youtube <laughs> That's great. Let's do that. They'll have to really prune that liked videos hey, maybe, playlist. Maybe it is still 2009. My liked videos playlist is so embarrassing. <laughs> what is no one told me that they were compiling them when no, I started you can liking clear that them. They'll like publish yeah. it as, as another channel like, on your page. It's like you have a public playlist called liked videos and they're all so bad oh, on my hands. I just like Spotify. I had to go in private the other day. I mean, sure. Oh, that's like, okay, so on the Good Christian Fun account, we only follow three people, me, Kevin and uh, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> yes, so, because he's the god. Yeah, and so Kirk this is a, like a feature I don't think a lot of people know about Instagram, but it's one of my favorites. <laughs> is when you go to your notifications, there's the other side <gasps> oh, where you can see what Kirk your friends Cameron. like. <laughs> Kirk well, Cameron's is always like he's like his Kirk's kids fine. Do whatever. Oh, it's is it Kirk's one of yours? Problem. <laughs> It's just that every once in a while I see Kevin's like thirsty likes, which I'm sure I have plenty too. But thirsty like, likes. And you're married. I, see, <laughs> I know. I like all the Magic Mike posts like every time. Oh, so do I. It's fine. But I'll just see like, oh, very pretty girl, Kevin. Like, you're cute. Yeah, That's I, a nightmare. I They're usually adorable. a friend. You should take yeah. screenshots and be like, is this your, you should post them on his Facebook wall. Be like, so who's this? Oh, where no one will see them except yeah. my grandfather. No, but Hashtag Hillary. And then he'll comment on the who's this or the who's that. Oh, you guys together? Oh but gosh. anyway, don't ever stop and don't ever think about me looking at those. Good, great. What, Caroline, what you're not assuming it. is that this is like a slow way of me um, kind of getting guests to come on the show. I'm drawing them in slowly over time. You do a follow for fall. You slide sure. to those DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you ask the big question, would you want to do my podcast? Yes, yes. King! And sometimes they'll say yes. Thank yes. you for giving me a yes, King. Yes, and King. honestly, all the best like guests come from the beach. Instagram DMs? <laughs> come on! You know, just like a gorgeous <laughs> photo of them on the beach. beach. Or, you know, like having a coffee and, you know. Oh, I love a having a coffee Instagram Good grid grief. post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. I think Nothing really like... Cute. A coffee grid post. Good grief. I know. I remember it and I forget it that you can see those. I know. Well, I don't check it all the time. It's like every once in a while. I can't go in that feature too often Mm -hmm. because it makes me so nervous. Sure. It's scary and it makes me, yeah, not send out. Wait, did we get to the end of the God moment at the concert? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah, No, and then I was like, oh, that felt like I believed in God. Yeah. Uh, And then I thought about it and I retracted my statement. (laughs) We can't. (laughs) Happens all the time. Yeah, I think as a, I think as someone who's always wanted to be labeled a big brain, I always was like, agnosticism is like Mm. the, the most centered position in the world. Yes. Uh, What's the nicest in some ways? 
because you can say to anybody i can see that it's the ultimate cop out it's great (laughs) it's it's wonderful as like a natural diplomat in a conversation who i get to continue that stead i get to both be a believer and a non-believer at the same time it's great i get to sit on my totally fine yeah i don't think that's like a fence sitter i think that's like a perfectly rational place to end up yes yeah Yeah. because ultimately it it doesn't bother me individually what people choose to believe to find peace in the world Mm -hmm. and especially if it like encourages you to be nicer to, to enter the so whatever social contract you choose to enter and how you choose to justify being good to other people, uh, more power to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like a good result. Exactly. Was it like difficult at all as far as family stuff or anything when you kind of pulled away or were they? No, I think that my family has always been, uh, luckily, like very like go your own way and uh, figure it out and we'll trust you and. My mom has never really thrived in the weekly belonging to a church thing. So she's mm-hmm. like, I'm spiritual. And however you find your God is good. Okay. And then uh, my dad, <laughs> my, my dad couldn't be bothered. So he's, he's, uh, he's never, he, I think he went to church for the tradition of it and the family mm-hmm. aspect of it. So yeah. as long as he can find that in other venues, like he's been fine, but yeah, we've just been pretty moderate Iowans <laughs> our whole our whole existence. They're yeah. still based there. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. they still both live in Central Iowa. Cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's just it hasn't ever been a huge threat of my adult life. Yeah, it was a little bit growing up, but it always felt more community based than. Yeah. Within me, I've found my peace. Yes. I used to say horribly in college that um, that. And this is so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> that improv filled my God hole. <laughs> yeah. And you said it just like that. Yes. And I would say I, improv filled my God hole. <laughs> hey, it's like that song by Plum. There's a God shaped hole in all of us. <laughs> but what I found in our in, uh, theater. St- God's hog. <laughs> oh, the overwhelming, <laughs> never ending, <laughs> reckless hog of God. <laughs> Reckless Hog of God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's it, a real worship song, but it's not. It's so called long. Reckless Love oh, by yeah. something Asbury. Justin Bieber did a cover of it. It's like the number one worship song in the country right now. Wow. Walk into any cool church and they're yeah, singing it. Like, I've been trying. Reckless Love of God. I keep it. wandering into lame ones. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, you got to go to a cool one where it's like, you know, let's just have a dialogue. Yeah. Let's just um, chat. Speaking of Methodist churches, did you hear about the news in the Methodist churches? This no, week? I am. Out oh, of the loop. It's okay. I'm sure <laughs> most people are. It's kind of a bummer one, actually. Though. You didn't have your Google alert yeah, set you're not to checking their statement of faith every week. <laughs> um, because they have like this big conference where they decide like this is what our policy is as a church. Mm. And for a while, it's been like kind of loose as far as LGBTQ stuff mm-hmm. has gone. Like I think officially they were kind of anti, but a lot of churches were just like ordaining people anyway mm-hmm. or marrying mm-hmm. people anyway. And then they were like, we need to firm up the rules so that this is clear for everyone. Everybody. And I think the like the official leaders like re- recommended to do this one. I think it was like called the one church plan versus the traditional plan. And the traditional plan was don't let 
mm-hmm. queer people be in the church or they have to be celibate or whatever. And they went with the traditional plan. Like all the whole, they voted and, and it they was had a, choice. a little bit more. And yeah, like all the members got to well, vote. Good. Isn't that so sad? <laughs> yeah. And so like a lot of, uh, a lot of Methodist ministers are gay or like wow. our queer people are in a relationship and stuff yeah. like that. And now they're having to figure out like, do we stay? Do we fight it? Do we splinter? It's so that weird. Why are you Yeah. Well, and it, uh, the weird thing is because like a lot of Methodist churches um, are like a, international too. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of countries that are still a little more conservative as mm-hmm. far as those things go. And so they kind of like overpowered. No. Even because of the, the donation here. stuff or just like the fact No, that... they like just had voting power. It was just oh. like majority rule. Oh, it was like a Democrat. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joel Kim Booster, a friend of this show. That's right. Had a little thread on Twitter about it. And because he's not a Christian anymore, but yeah. it still made him sad. But he posted a really lovely response that his pastor friend who is still his best friend in Seattle, who's wow. super affirming post where it's like Who is a minister? Who is she a minister? Is and she church, wrote to her yeah. congregation, she's like, Hey fam, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. it's so and, like, weird. We're going to keep so doing bizarre. what we're going to do. Yeah, but that's so weird that this is like our official policy now. Mm-hmm. And they had the option to not <laughs> make yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Yeah, and so yeah. for churches, I don't know how this will play out, but this, it could be that like churches that still decide to ordain people or like do gay weddings could be cut off from like much needed funding from like the me- Methodist umbrella Yikes. organization that they get. And so cool. <laughs> I know it's such a mess. Yeah. It makes me so sad because they were like, progressing so quickly and then yeah like, cut it off yeah uh well that's thoughts out to all our methodist <laughs> yeah. listeners and everyone out there like i hope you guys sure. can work it out well it is one of those like uh 2016 election things where it's like well i know this is gonna play away yeah. no, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. anyway so good job so you yeah. your instincts were correct yeah i got out of there <laughs> to right get out of time. the ti- get off the titanic while shout you out could. to my parents divorce for ending our relationship <laughs> with the methodist church <laughs> oh no and let's pour one out for all the divorces i saved children from future yes, heartbreak with definitely their thank you in the future it made me a critical thinker of one institution <laughs> oh. and therefore another Great. are you Great. in or are you out on marriage um i'm i'm in okay. <laughs> all right what caroline you're officiating question. our wedding yes <laughs> okay. here it goes cool. I mean, yeah, I will. surprise i always can i tell you this caroline i always thought you would be a good officiant at a wedding that means so much that to means me. that you are the charismatic friend oh my god because i consider you the charismatic friend well that's i mean so nice. i would be shocked if you kevin have not officiated a i wedding. have not that's crazy no. can you believe both that? of you have major efficient vibes thank <laughs> well, you we do i'll just say this they'll never listen to it we do have like uh, two friends that are getting married but they don't know who's officiating <gasps> oh yeah but in, in group <laughs> conversations when we're hanging out they will say like could be you kevin and I'm like, oh, okay. And you're like, but they're, what? but the, yeah, they just keep Which dangling it Which is also it how out. you pitch to me hosting this show. Is what? <laughs> oh, in front of a group of people yeah. where it's hard to turn yeah, down. Yeah, would you ever do it? That's like what you said to me. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Can right. I? Get really hopeful about this now. You need your peers there to <laughs> pressure you into a situation. But but that was yeah. I mean, so who knows? Yes. I mean, I could yeah. go either way on it. I'd be it's happy funny. to help. But, uh, Every time a friend of mine is like, "I'm officiating a wedding," I'm like, "Of course you are." <laughs> it's never <laughs> been a surprising pick. Maybe when I'm like, I feel like when I'm 40, people will think I have the gravitas to like really pull Ooh, it off. Ooh, I love that. I love mm-hmm. a good, confident. Mm-hmm. Older this is 40. Woman. Older yeah. woman officiating. <laughs> This time is of my life. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's probably when I'll start dating again. So I'll keep doing <laughs> I'm going to be right there, provided <laughs> we both make it. I don't know. Yeah, I may not make it. You're right. You're on yeah. whole 30 right now. You're looking very weak. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, gosh, at least I'm not doing the Daniel fast. Oh yeah, it's like the you can eat nuts and fruits and nothing. Greens. Else. Is Daniel yeah. a squirrel? Yeah, he's the most famous squirrel in the that Bible. Felt like a dad joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nuts and fruits. Is this Daniel a squirrel? Yeah, some kind of a cricket. Some, <laughs> no, it was the it was the fast that Chris Pratt brought up on Colbert that made Ellen Page mad at him. Oh man, um, I've had some friends go through the Daniel fast. I feel like in college it was did. a big deal. Is this a like Christian diet? It is a Christian diet, kind of because. It's like Daniel based on what Daniel ate in the Bible, and oh, it was like no. a fast he took uh, when he was in the king's. Although, court unfortunately, is it for holiness or health? I think it's for little column a, little kind column of B. both. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I'm sure it's also <laughs> it's, just like make me skinny, God. <laughs> it's that it's that uh, part of the Bible in which Daniel just wants a freaking slamming <laughs> wedding night bod. And he wants those CGs on the sides of his hips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Yeah. I forgot what those were called. Yeah. But uh, I, my brother did it and he lost too much weight uh, oh. right before his wedding. But oh, then yeah, he bounced back and he's a very healthy man. Oh, and that's why we're really happy wedding. for him. Yeah. Right. No, we're so happy for him. And he looks great in the pictures. No, he looks so great. <laughs> Although, unfortunately, I do feel like uh, the term fast can sometimes be an over spiritualization of what is sometimes for men and women like legit eating disorder stuff. Yeah. It's like yeah. I'm fasting. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's like you just feel this clarity. And yeah. it's like, it's like ooh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sit in a chair well, And like, it's something I struggle with, so I'm not like anyone to criticize or whatever. But yes. whenever someone's like on a juice cleanse or on something yes, like that, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Is it for toxins? Yeah. You it's struggle with fat. juice cleanses? <laughs> or, is no. it, or is it a kinky deprivation? <laughs> I know. No, I struggle with like body and like food stuff. Sure. And so I can understand it. But yeah, there was like, there uh, in my sorority, there was like all these girls that went on a juice cleanse at the same time. Oh, no. The yeah. one that's like lemon juice and like cayenne yes, and I've that heard one. Of this. Yeah, and they one. were always like, it's for, because we drink so much, like, get rid of that. And I'm sure that was part of it, but it was also like, oh, come on, yeah. eat some food. And even labeling it, then you uh, give it into this sense of community and like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like, yeah. even Whole30, I follow a lot of Whole30 mm-hmm. Instagram accounts for recipes because they make good, healthy recipes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't think I'd ever do the program just because I have no you're self-control. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you're not yeah. an idiot. But well, by the time this comes out, I'll no, be on I day 16. It. It's like all, it's like my major food groups are what it cuts. And so It yeah. sucked really doing the Oscars anything. party and being on Whole30 because there was chips. I, I usually like nothing. making queso for I that. I put out a whole uh, platter of veggies for you guys. I know, and I appreciated that. That was very thoughtful. <laughs> you could have them dry. Yeah, Caroline was roasting me for how many dates I was eating at the party. Like, ooh, Ooh, look at your little candy bars, cook. And then she spit in my mouth. And I bet everyone was rip, ripping and roaring with laughter at they were. poor Kevin. That was hilarious. I got roasted hard that night. That is night. hilarious. He has had a lot of dates. I will say, those dates were a lot sweeter than uh, I thought Those are the only be. dates I've been having recently. I'll tell you hey, that much. Right. Hey, So dating's weird. Right, come on so, now. Yeah. So dating's so, weird, guys. So there's these so, apps so now. Have I'm you dating. been on so are them? You, have you been on these apps? <laughs> dating's kind of weird Hinge, on there. Tinder, I feel like I'm about to fall off. A girl oh, poked boy. me the other day. Jesus. What's up? Uh, what's that about? <laughs> Lock the gates, cause <laughs> Lock the gates. Well, pal, wait. I'm trying to figure out who is the alley of the podcast world. If Mark Marriage Jackson Maine is it uh, Morgan Murphy? Alley, who is the alley? Is it Crystalia? Is it? <laughs> is it John Lovett? Oh wow! <laughs> so that makes me um, the 
kid from Hamilton. <laughs> or or the uh, woman who directs Allie to the stage. Yes, yes. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Allie. <laughs> we don't talk about his performance in that oh, movie yeah, enough. Yes. He is in it. And I think is he's so crazy. The, so- the official soundtrack for A Star is Born mm-hmm. has a 12 second clip called Dialogue? Alec Baldwin SNL intro or really? something. No, it and doesn't. It, yes. <laughs> Unless I dreamed this <laughs> on Spotify. And you may have. And fan, if you're a fan of the Star is Born movie, guess what? It is coming back to theaters with a 12 additional minutes Jeez of footage. Louise. And is there a sing-along element? Probably. Uh, oh, here we go. You find it? Eight, seven, four. Here's all four. Chills. Chills. Alec in five seconds. Four. Two. Go four. Chills. Go four. And cue Alec. Ladies and gentlemen, Allie. <laughs> Full, full body goosebumps. And it's ass in those jeans. <laughs> full body goosebumps. Holy cow. The Trump impression of track. songs in this soundtrack. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. This is a bop. I do like this song. <laughs> this is absolutely a pop art era Lady Gaga bop. Right? See, and I'm so confused. What is she? Fame. What does she think? Although, guys, I think they're secretly in love. Did you see them look at each other at the Oscars? No, no, no. Lady Gaga How said out loud ever that, think that. <laughs> Lady respects the sanctity of marriage. Although, well, guys, married. go back to Alias season one. See how Bradley Cooper and Victor Garber were looking at each other in that season. Yeah, I, I sh- um, I'm on the Lady Gaga newsletter list. Wow. Uh, do you I think get- I signed up for her like website a long time ago that mm-hmm. was like a lot about um, doing like fan sure. art submissions. For but the do you little get monsters. the presale codes? <laughs> yeah, so I get. Uh, so I've been getting a lot of Stars Born album notifications like every time yes. something comes out, and it's like I'm I'm kind of respect her because she really like sold out for this movie. She is not <laughs> holding back like any little bit of her like yeah. clout. Yes, I think she's weirdly Anne Hathawaying now. Where her reputation now is she is doing the most and trying the hardest. Yes. In a way that Anne Hathaway was reviled for a couple years back. Like it means a little too much to her. But people still like her. I think people still like her even though they're like, yeah, she's crying again. Yeah. (laughs) But You know what? I think they like her because they still see her as like a little fragile. Yeah, like she's always so sick. Yeah, she's crying, but you know what? Her nose is slightly larger than every (laughs) other gorgeous woman. Is she a gorgeous woman? Yes, but her nose is different. Adversity. Her nose is disgusting. <laughs> her nose makes her a bag it. of shit. Yeah, and we can all admit that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Thanks for sharing your story. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I, I, I'm so glad to be here because I am so charmed by Christian culture, <laughs> uh, all of the silly really? parts, especially the low budget movies, because like there is something specifically about. A modern day church, the ones that have the praise bands, uh-huh. the ones that have the production staff, yeah. the ones that have a camera sitting in a closet somewhere <laughs> for their sizzle reel for vacation Bible school or whatever, <laughs> that like lends itself so perfectly to the format of a of a low budget community made film. Yes. And in a way that few other organizations do. And I've I have as a non believer, quote unquote, watched so many small budget Christian films because I am so charmed by the strange coding yeah. and like the and, like, same all story the casting beats. of family members yes. that are in oh, it. Oh my God. So many so community members. Have as you seen that one? I haven't seen that. That was a real, like the whole church turned yes. out for that one. Yes. 
And I think it's like such a great attitude for a a (laughs) film to have. Like, yeah, like I there's another a separate one that I'm obsessed with is also on Amazon Prime called Pitching Love and Catching Faith. Haven't. Oh, haven't heard that one. Wait, my movie got out. (laughs) (laughs) Who leaked my script? What the hell? You wrote a baseball Christian movie. Yeah. Oh, it's it's incredible. I think that. Because of also the restraints on production, like it always gives a really strange picture of whatever is being mm-hmm. portrayed. Yeah. So it's like the high schools in the film are so strange because they don't have any extras. And the the groups of people are always various different ages. Mm. And, I, and we see that in some of this. Yes, we're yes, yes. I'm well. so yeah. excited to be discussing Well, this. before we get into it, let's take a little bitty break and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Let's dive into the topic. Come on, let's go. Okay, so you've been watching the Christian movies as established previously yes. before we took a break. Yes, yes, Have you yes. ever listened to any of the Christian music? Did you ever get into any of those bands? Yeah, around on? my eighth grade uh, into Christ uh, phase, <laughs> I went, my first like concert I went to uh, without an older brother was Reliant K. Hey. And oh, so, I, yeah, I was into the, I liked Switchfoot a lot. But I did, when I was in 8th through 10th grade, I was a vacation Bible school leader. Hey. And we were of the format that we would take popular songs and then kind of weird Al the lyrics Pharaoh, Pharaoh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, let my yeah. people go. That's fun. We, we would do current songs. Oh, current songs. Current songs. I'm trying to think. Uh, we did Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba about uh, <laughs> uh, Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, wow. Was like, Is it a yellow coat? 
Is it a purple coat? Is it a green coat? Is it a blue coat? It's a coat that reminds me of the good times. It's a coat that reminds me of the bad times. So, yeah, you really merged a lot of genres there. And a bit yeah, uh, he wears a coat no, and then he wears it again. <laughs> he never got it And then we all had to learn choreography for them and teach them to our kids. How fun. And were you lip syncing these or singing no, these? No, we were live? singing our little okay, hearts. We out. had little lip syncers when I did really? BBS. Yeah, it was all very tracked and yeah. programmed. No, they would wrangle a group of singers to like uh, to like record tracks over karaoke tracks, and then <laughs> we'd pump them in the in the, in the auditorium, oh, like Sunday School Musical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there were there were many. <laughs> this resonated with you, probably. Except you knew the yeah, words, but probably. almost more as a choir kid than it did. As yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, before we get into anything, let's watch the trailer love, for Sunday School Musical. In the world of school choirs. <laughs> He was the best. <laughs> the <laughs> best dancer. Listen to me, y'all. The He's best singer. It's all over me. Until Whoa. he lost it all. Hawthorne will be closing its doors. Oh, yeah. This is now he must learn that his greatest gift is not performing. It's not performing. But inspiring. <gasps> Music isn't something you learn. It's something you this is a wacky trailer. Faith Films and Arts Alliance America present the most inspirational, the most exciting, exciting. It's pretty exciting musical of the year. Oh, I loved him. Is that who I am? He's so funny. Yeah. I love all the dancing in this movie. I've heard every one of these songs so <laughs> At least. This choir doesn't appear in the movie, by the way. No, yeah, this is. singing this. You wish they did. Oh, she does. Wow. Chills. Full chills. Sunday School Love Musical. Love that music. Literally chills. Love seeing my story on the screen. Yes, finally. Wait, so we were all choir kids. Ah, uh, yeah, to a degree. Yeah. Well, I still am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are still. All-state choir, altoist. Hey. Excuse me. Wait, you called it state, not states? No, yeah. Okay, that was weird, right, to all of us? Yes. <laughs> in the movie, they keep referring uh, to it as states. Sense. Yeah, the big competition that they're building up to is states. We got to go to states. Got to go yeah. to states. We got to get there. Well, a little background before we get into all the nitty-gritty <laughs> and nuts and bolts of this movie. So you can basically guess the plot. There's two competing choirs. One kid goes to the crappy choir. He kind of reforms yeah. them. Kind of a bring it on, a reverse a bring it on. Plot. Is what he a did. sister act. He them. Wow, for sure. Mm-hmm. But then there's like you know, I see it uh, as a bring it on as a sister act, but also as a green book where the white people and the black people learn from each other and everything's fine. Just Don't ask any fine. questions. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it basically plays out like you would expect, and then they all join together, sing a song, save the save the church, get the money, yay. But the production of this movie is unlike other movies we've done on this show. Yes. The production company is from an independent film house called The Asylum. (laughs) The Asylum is not a Christian film company. The Asylum, uh, who I, (laughs) looking up a few facts on them, they make super cheap movies 
that are knockoffs of yes. every huge yes. movie. You may know them from Snakes on a Train. Snakes on a Train. The Da Vinci Treasure. Triassic World. Pirates of Treasure Island. Atlantic Rim. <laughs> uh, Alien vs. Hunter. Paranormal Entity. 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea as opposed to 20,000. And of course, their big, huge hit that everyone knows them from is the Sharknado series on sci-fi. Yes. So that's them. Okay, so I have to say, I'm thrilled. I watched <laughs> three quarters of this movie thinking this was a Christian film mm-hmm. and was, of course, just deeply you know, upset and <laughs> disappointed. And once again, my faith has betrayed me. Look at what we make. <laughs> and then uh, we like kind of paused it and I was like, I got to look up trivia on this film. And that's when I discovered it was made by The Asylum. And the asylum made uh, like a fake branch of it called Faith Films. Oh my god! I went to the website. Yes, I didn't know I was being duped. Christian, yeah. they like went to a Christian marketing conference one time, and yes. they were like, "Just make this kind of stuff, yes. and people will buy it." And so then my experience of the movie from there on out was so much better because Good. I was like, oh, well, this is nonsense because the girl that wrote this like also wrote like a lot of comedy shows is, and stuff yes, like that. Yeah, I saw, I yeah. looked up her credits once and I saw that she had a lot of comedy. Yeah. She so was, was head like, writer oh. on Adam Ruins Everything oh, season yes. two. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you guys were just making this up. So all of this makes a lot more sense to yeah. me now. Of, like what you think church is like. Yeah, it's or, like, an Christian easier schools. pill to swallow after yeah. knowing that. I will say that the, the infrastructure of high schools and churches makes zero sense to mm-hmm. me in this movie because it seems that they are both high schools and churches at the same time. And they're, they're never in Sunday school. Um, Except for there is one class that seems to be Bible class. There's like a, a geology class. There's a cooking class, a bio, uh, wait, a Bible ec. class. Uh-huh. And then a fortune cookie making class. I think it was the religion class or something. And then for whatever reason, they had to talk about <laughs> art history yeah when he goes to tutoring they're just like all right so let's read some bible verses (laughs) i mean this on the on this show we talk a lot about like oh what were they going for what's the intention of the people making the thing and for the most part it is like well-intentioned doofuses with with the movie stuff yeah yeah i think it's like makes it delightful which are and i will say like lightly competent doofuses yeah like sure like the like there are moments, uh, there are comedy beats in this that kind of work, and like composition of shots, you can tell that they're going for something. For something, yeah. Well, I'm thinking more of the other movies we've done because I think this is in the lowest tier <gasps> of film that we've ever encountered yeah. on this show. Well, this isn't like Christian doofuses making a movie. This is like cynical we weasels. To make, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> no, kind of. It was like they make these that movies is in so two funny. months. That and is just, like, so funny. To be clear, they shoot 12 to 15 pages per day, mm-hmm. and they said they've never lost money on a single movie that they've made. Never. And their budget for this movie was $8,000. Yes. I read that and I could not believe that. It's not I could. I could wholeheartedly. No, but I can't can't imagine making a movie for that amount of money. Um, Yeah. Oh, so uh, according to the producer, Paul Bales, the film was conceptualized after he and other staff members of the asylum attended a seminar for marketing to a Christian audience. The seminar host suggested that the perfect movie would be a Christian version of High School Musical. Wonderful. And they did that. Yeah, uh, if you read the Amazon reviews, uh, there's a lot of... Which I have. I have, and we can read later. Okay, great. There's a lot of grandmas (laughs) being like, my my granddaughter wanted to watch High School Musical, (laughs) and I was like... 
nice try, sinner. Uh, so I guess I'm a little better for you. Yeah. So oh then this yeah. is like truly the search, like in the search results. People also looked at and they click this and buy yeah. it for their kids and they're like, okay. I think that's literally <laughs> their business plan yes. is people just mistaking this for the other movie. The yeah. business plan is you're an idiot that'll <laughs> accidentally get Transmorphers, snakes on a train in Sunday school. Yeah. Transmorphers well, is so funny. And, oh, it's so, and like that's why um, also I kind of enjoyed like the faith aspects that they did try to bring into it oh, because yeah. it's almost like nonsense. Like <laughs> the most Christian or spiritual thing is um, the girl is learning from her pastor dad how her mom used to handle emotional turmoil. Yes. Which can was, I play that? Yeah. <laughs> if you ever get overwhelmed, you can do what your mother used to do. What's that? <laughs> she would this guy's simply a put a speaker. piece of bubble gum in her mouth and and she would blow a big bubble. <laughs> and she would say a little, little prayer right before she did it. She'd say, Dear God, make this bubble take away my trouble. And she would picture all all those worries and all that stress in that bubble. All the grief and when it popped, all the pain and suffering. They were gone. Wow. I didn't know she did that. She, she did that. She did that. <laughs> did you pick up on her she bubble routine? A real she did that uh, moment. It just cracked me up. Yeah, because it was like um, like nowhere in any other Christian movie would that be like his fatherly advice. It would be like, maybe consult with God on oh, how to do this. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, this Instead of like, like, put your worries into a bubble and blow know, it to heaven. Ch- chew gum like, or that try that. Says? <laughs> 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 that made me laugh. That oh, that is yeah. so funny. So it was like an alien species trying to understand how the humans walk and talk and work. <laughs> in a lot of yeah, ways yeah. And, and I, yeah this is by I, I think this is saving Christmas territory in terms of production value and stuff <laughs> oh, the $8,000 budget it was so being, enjoyable I'm I mean, so glad you picked this yeah it it's I've found fun. a lot of very low budget I've watched a lot of low budget movies on Amazon Prime because they're weirdly like a a catch-all pool. Of, oh yeah, we were skimming the other night yeah. it's wonderful yeah. to huh. just go and yeah and if like a plot seems like weird enough to try to delve into then I'll watch it and well, of the quality of those, yeah, high high quality. Really? <laughs> yes, of the zero budget movies on Amazon, this is this is a higher tier. Because I will stand by the fact I I will I will say that the music in this musical, the original songs, do, the high quality of them does not match the low quality of every other element of this the high of this quality. movie. Okay, for yeah. the listener home, when first booking this show. <laughs> Usually it's like with the guests, it's like, uh, if they have some kind of connection to her, I don't know, like maybe we can assign them a fun song <laughs> or album to listen to. Jossie said immediately, Sunday School Musical, I've seen it twice. <laughs> In she the had, last month, I've seen it twice. Whoa. She had already seen it twice. You weren't kidding. You do listen <laughs> yeah. to these songs. Yes. So what keeps you coming back to this old film? Well, the first time I watched it, it was with a friend and we didn't know what we were getting into. And I think that we were just charmed by the true audacity of it. <laughs> also, it's like there's an element of this that is so choir culture. It's like very grounded choir culture. And I don't know if it's because it's too low budget to bastardize choir culture. <laughs> like, like it is like I did choir and speech competition Mm -hmm. and it literally is you go to a high school in you go to an empty classroom and you perform your like 10 minute piece Mm -hmm. there are judges at student desks yeah who then just like okay you get to go to states like (laughs) it's and then like you 
you have crushes on people from the other teams. Yes. Like there's like Bobo Evangeline Lily. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, I, I thought she point. was a Mandy Moore type. Well, I think Mandy that's what they less. were going for. Wow. <laughs> Scathing. <Ouch. laughs> Sorry. I slayed. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, I know what you're yeah. saying. It, like, of um, it's so important to all of us. And then yes. you see actually what it looks like from the yeah. outside. And it's, it couldn't be sadder. Like, like when the main character's best friend, Drea, gets mad at him for his mom losing her job. <laughs> I was like, oh, She's wow. like, you're jeopardizing our chance for states by How leaving? could you do this? <laughs> She's really not understanding. I mean, the movie movie. straight up opens with such a banger. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Let's go. Oh, my God. It's about that time, time for me to shine. I got dreams. I got goals. <laughs> this is so bad in the heights. I got I dreams. It. I got goals. I have them. And soon they're going to be mine. I and should, he they're does already a lot of, yours. like, uh, low-to-the-ground parkour. <laughs> Oh, that one scene where he was um, on the rooftop and he was just kind of like kicking. Yeah, like 10 seconds of it. They have a footloose angry dance. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's short. And it is short. It cuts out really abruptly just to later on the rooftop. Like it's not a different scene. It's like just a little later on the rooftop. He's been thinking for a while. He keeps going to the rooftop to work out his pain yeah he moves everyone's but going to that rooftop. it's very easy uh, to get back to the rooftop it is. Yes. well i do believe it's only two stories high like you yeah. see at one point you can see a car like, and that's yeah. la right <laughs> oh yeah it's it is, it is la it's it was, off the 101 it was filmed in pasadena are you what? kidding me? yes it was filmed in pasadena oh, it's in the credits up. oh my gosh uh, oh no it thanks like some church in pasadena for wait are we in this movie <laughs> we don't know is <laughs> this the movie happened? oh god <laughs> i did think of certain parts i was like Wait, that looks really familiar. Is that? No, it couldn't be. Never mind. Because, you know, with these, I always assume they're shot in the Midwest or something. Yeah. yeah. It's clear Shout this movie, they had, like, they had like three locations, though. <laughs> like they, they did. They were limited. Um, I want to play some more of the songs. Yes. Okay, so here's the thing. The lyrics aren't good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I really loved watching their mouths as they sang too. Yes, because often they were singing the next verse or the w- verse before. The lip syncing, <laughs> like he's brutal. saying feet, but you can see him mouthing hands. Like in <laughs> I think the lip sync so work good. in this movie you would describe as casual, a <laughs> casual. a suggestion, kind of a jazz. Yeah. We're only getting three takes, so just do your best. And again, watching these movies, you realize how many other invisible elements in other movies that you watch, and you can criticize like, well, yeah. I thought the third act of a Avengers, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you know what? It's really hard to make a movie. It's really hard and to you make notice a movie. it in scenes where it's just like applause sound effects. Yes. Everyone is clapping so close to the mic. And no one's clapping in, in the shot. Their hands are down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was talking with Nate about this too of like, yeah, you don't. <laughs> just drowns out the dialogue yeah. too. You like notice when it's wrong and it's like really painful. Like everything in this movie sounds like it was. Um, like miked through a tube down yeah. like t- a mile away mm-hmm. which you just would never notice in any other movie we're just used to like yeah. good sound quality and like editing or whatever yeah you watch and you're this- like oh my god why is he so quiet we just had the loudest song in the world like yeah oh my god. it feels like it was put together in like windows movie maker uh-huh. <laughs> down, <laughs> to insane. down to the fun down to the fun oh yeah. baby yeah. yeah and that uh, weirdly is a charming element of this movie to <laughs> Because yeah. it's like, hey, maybe I can make a movie. I literally yeah. looked at the person I watched it with last night. I was like, we can make a movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. so to be clear, when you watched it the last three times you've seen this yes, movie, yeah. was it always with someone else? Yes. 
It okay. was always with someone else. So I made the mistake. Yes, of watching it by Of yourself. watching it by myself. I was oh, yeah. angrily texting you. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to watch it with one friend of mine, and then she just like was not in it. She was like, Come can on. we watch something else? <laughs> Chelsea? Yes, it was. Your friend, Chelsea. <laughs> she got all the way over there, and then she wouldn't watch it with you? Uh, no, it's not like why she was coming over. It's like, <laughs> yes. I'm watching this. Do you want to finish it? It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, because I, I turned you down, too. I was like, no, not tonight. Uh, well, oh, well, I mean, no, yeah. that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Why are you dragging yourself on the I know, podcast? I feel guilty. No, don't feel guilty. It was just torturous. Like, And at one point, I like fell asleep, and when I woke up, half my vision was gone. I had like these weird eye worms that's, like were consuming. I couldn't see the oh, screen, no. so I had to pause it and hope that when I woke up the next morning that I could finish it. So I consumed this over the course of three sittings. Wow. I was not having fun watching it. No! It was very sad, and I think if I'd seen it with oh, at least no. one friend it would have been fun I, yeah I, I would no. recommend that if you're going to I am and then I wake up this movie I wake up to a text <laughs> from Nate saying man I laughed my face off last <laughs> night I'm like oh it's fun to have like someone yes, to hang out totally. with all the time what a what a fun nice thing that must be <laughs> my buddy oh it's so funny that's no, okay okay i have a theory i think the cast had to make up their own choreography like i don't think you they think, hired you think a choreography. they just had a dance day where they're like yeah right. like well you could tell there were definitely two like dancers in there who were, yeah. <laughs> who were like way every once in while i was like, like they went sharp. to a studio dance yes. class to and i think dancers. i think those cast members were like tasked with having to pull their dance captains and, and that's probably, why you yes. saw them doing a lot of like this and yes clapping and there's like a lot turning. of like bad like like 2012 lady gaga inspired mm-hmm. and this is 2008 so <laughs> this is even yeah so they, so were, they were ahead of their time yeah, they in were, a wow. way groundbreaking super innovative <laughs> oh yeah the dancing is great it's a lot of like what i call studio hip-hop and it's like the hip-hop that yes. suburban 12 well, and our main white guy you're supposed to be like unbelievably dazzled by how talented he yeah. is and how he's wasting it on the bathroom yes. mirror. He's, you know? he's, he's, his dancing is strange. He I don't know. I thought he rocked. It's like, he's not it. Rock. He's, like he'd be popular at a wedding. Yes, he'd be a re- very popular wedding dancer uh, <laughs> if he didn't just dance at himself in a mirror. Can we talk about how funny it is when people sing off key? Should this be in our theme song? <laughs> but it's like almost right. Yes, they do yeah. a good it's off key. right. But no, this is right. No, the solo is a little off. It's all flat, and she's supposed to be the good singer. I know she's the she's the choir director. We yeah, there are no teachers involved in this choir operation. This is a sad story of kids having to pull together the lives of the adults around them. No wonder they're losing this competition. (laughs) Man, I like. Okay, one thing I like about so there's an initial choir competition where we meet the two choirs, the two central choirs, Hawthorne and the the other one. The um, white kids, yeah, like Hawthorne and the white kids, <laughs> and it's funny because Hawthorne, uh, the the one that initially that eventually loses their funding and has to shut down, yeah. uh, is what we're told is good. They're right. really good. They're like bombs. Yeah, they've like put group. their own spin on it. Uh, it's fun. 
I guess. And then we see that choir that just performed. And the Hawthorne kids, who I assume are the ones we're supposed to like, are so mean to those kids about being bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're like they're like scoffing in the back yeah. of the room, which is only about five feet away yes. from the choir. And they're just like, oh. You're like, oh, are, you, are you buying this? <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. There's like four extras in that scene, yeah. too, besides the actual children who are Because singing. there are so few extras, I know, like, the faces of some of these extras so well for yeah. the reaction shots that they oh, were yeah. forced to give. They're always like, oh, pretty good. Or they're <laughs> like, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, pretty good. Uh-huh. I get it. No, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and like all the kids in the school are just only the same kids that are in the choir. Yes, yes. And there is a man that is balding in this high school. There are so many people who... Wait, what? You could tell me are they're 18 or 44. They're old people. It's all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Um, what else awesome. you got? <laughs> in there because I also had dancing as a no. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Okay, this Ooh. is nice. Ooh. Okay, so all of the songs that are good are written by Nat King Cole's nephew who lives in Long Beach. Is this what? true? Yes, this is true. Long Beach it King is. Cole. Uh, his name is like uh, something Cole. It's in the credits. It's yeah. Frat King Cole. <laughs> but I was like, I was so impressed by some of these songs. The lyrics are bad because they have to be about the action of the movie, right. which is sure. Yeah, but the someone really put in time on the composition of this. In the final, there are like so many musical moments that just like you're like the person who laid down these tracks in the studio was like genuinely trying some sort of art here. Yeah. Oh, like like this kind of art. No, not this harmonica. This rocks. This is when Zachary comes to the white kids' school and teaches them how to dance. This is yeah. a sister act And just as moving, I would say. I think I need a break. Chelsea! You know who I am in, in this scene? The girl with the drumsticks who doesn't even play the drumsticks. Oh, is she the one? She like has a big diva moment where they make uh, the director's like, okay, and then um, Margaret, you stand on the table. Oh, yeah, it's Margaret. You're Margaret. Yeah. You're the no, one. No, who... I'm actually not Margaret. I'm the girl that's like dancing too hard with the choreography. <laughs> like trying but to outdo I will say, everyone. In that choir, there are some of the most tragic 2008 bangs I've ever seen. Just like the saddest fringe bangs. Yeah, wow. choppy. Choppy, surfy bangs that are not working. Do you miss any year of 2000s fashion at all <laughs> wow like like even uh 20 2005 was actually good 2003 i think 2003 because we're we're it's like uh it's like that's like last season of dawson's creek era so sweaters mm, and jeans and i feel like even when i was in the 2000s i was like this style is bad yes yeah <laughs> this is working i knew on some level i chose not to say it but yeah, i knew it's not because i couldn't afford hollister jeans i just didn't like them <laughs> exactly exactly and so who's laughing now yes exactly i tried to do low-cut jeans for a while but there is a deep, you know, we're talking about like, oh, Santa Claus is a bunch of non-Christians that made it. But there's spiritual, <laughs> scriptural foundation to this movie. Okay, so it's Proverbs 27, verse 19. So two main okay. leads. As in water, face answereth to face. It's the first time she read it. <laughs> I don't know the answer. So this is homework. Just okay, yeah, let me this break is it homework. down. Okay. So the first part, as in water, face, answer it to face. See, when you look into the water, you'll see a reflection of your face. 
right? And so take the second part and explain to me what it means. Oh, here comes Wait, so Caroline's inner biblical scholar. They're both about reflections? Actually? When you know your heart, then you can understand someone else's. Right. And that's kind of what the whole movie's about, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I feel like they could have picked so many like poignant verses, and they definitely just like, uh, this one, let's Every do it. time they reference scripture, it's like, oh boy, this this slows down so heavy. So the actors aren't excited Oh about yeah, they, uh-huh. they bring it up to the judges at one point, like yes. Ezekiel said or yes. something. That right. scene is infuriating because Margaret, the shy character who needs to learn how to sing. Oh, she screwed up. The whole reason that they're like, let's combine choirs is like, they're like, yeah, Margaret read the whole book. (laughs) Isn't that against the rules or something? No, Margaret read the entire rule book. It doesn't say anywhere in there that we can't. Margaret. Why would I ever join your choir? Because you love to sing. I mean, she's good at it. Strong point. (laughs) Okay. uh, Margaret. It's Margaret's fault. When they almost immediately within getting to the competition, the judge is like, no, you can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Right away. And then by the um, target uh, co-workers choir. Yes. And then they have a moment backstage. We're like, well, what do we do? Do we leave? What do we do? And then Margaret's like, no, we've learned a lot from each other. And we've become something we never thought we could before. So I think we may have a case. And it's uh, like, what do you mean you think we may bitch. have a case? Yeah, no, she's always you wrong. You claim to have read the, read the rule book and it's complete. <laughs> it, it, everyone should be so mad at Margaret in that moment. But she's right. Now, when you did choir, was there as much dancing and flips and break dancing choreography as there was in this one? Here's the thing. I did something called jazz choir. And show jazz choir. Jazz choir. Ryan Gosling it was wasn't your... show choir. It wasn't show jazz choir. Jazz choir was you would do like old like either Tin Pan Alley kind of music or nice. or like, yeah, or like, or just like jazz arrangements of songs. Uh, complete. It didn't have to be acapella. You could have people playing instruments, but oh, then you just have okay. to travel with those people when you competed. Oh, right. And uh, like we would have, some choirs would do slight choreography together. And we always thought it was corny because it like distracted from the yeah, music. I think I, I remember thinking like, Oh, that's cheating. You yeah. know, because the point is, it's supposed to be judged on like your voices yeah. alone. Yeah. You're, so when you wow, see the boring choir, trying to tart it up with yeah. your swinging <laughs> arms. T A R T is what you said. <laughs> okay, just to be clear. Um, yeah, I think it's bu- I think it's believable that someone could go all out like this, but mm-hmm. also the their final performance is quite insane. And uh, yeah. I also think this is a good song. <laughs> Here's my favorite detail about this. This sounds like an Aaliyah song. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? But also, <laughs> and I feel like this isn't an um actually or pedantic, but the microphones that they're using, like I, like they're wireless, basically. It's handhelds. There's no cords coming out of them. But they are these kind of microphones that have to have yes. XLR yes. running. Wireless microphones that have an XLR output don't exist. No. So they're just like yes. using these things that anyone <laughs> who's just like been on a stage ever knows like, so oh, that wouldn't go to anything. They just picked up a mic. They, they just didn't look- have time, Kevin. They can't <laughs> yes. run to the store for everything. Yeah, yes. work with what's in the auditorium. Surely, I mean, they. it feels like Clint Eastwood directed this thing. No more than so two takes funny. max on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Academy I with like the real the, heroes. Uh, yeah, the that's choirs, right. <laughs> uh, as they're rehearsing, even when they're a shitty choir, they never break into parts. They're always in unison. Everyone's singing the whole time. Yeah. And it's really bad. And yeah. they're like, good work, everyone. Yes. Yeah. You can never really tell if the performance is going well or poorly until at the end where there's Even like, when you're getting reaction <sighs> shots, they're like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I could go either way. The I background don't know. actors are like, oh, all, I love all the kids in the bad choir. There's, uh, there's a tall guy named Charlie who's yep. is terrifying and plays the harmonica. And he's is he the glasses man. one? He's no, a, that's the piano one. The no. glasses guy, I think, is an abhorrently bad actor. <laughs> oh man, I like felt for him because I felt like he had a lot of weight I'm on his shoulders. I think funny, amazing. and I don't know. I, this is the worst. I'm this is the weakest musical number right now. Long. Oh, you're not the boss. This is the this is the Tango Roxanne or Tango More. I think I think for a while they're supposed to be like the um, the Sharpay guy duo from High School Musical. Yes, but like instead of them both being villains, she's supposed to be like. The busy girl. Yes, she's busy <laughs> and she has anxiety. And your mom, your mom died. Yes, mom died. My, so I, busy. They have a scene together. The lead and the lead and uh, the two, the lead girl and guy, and uh, Zachary's like, oh, I bet a crisis. She's like, I'm having a hard day, and he's like, I bet a hard day in Savannah world is like, oh, the yearbook My deadline. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and um, the, the cheer squad is oh, yeah. learning a new routine or something. And she's like, actually, my mom died two months ago. <laughs> and it's such a jarring tone shift in the movie. <laughs> I appreciate that. Respect for And he just like lowers his glasses and moves on. Oh, oh my boy. God. Boy. That character, Miles, the glasses guy, first of all, he looks like greasy Brendan Urie from <laughs> Panic at the Disco. Oh. Yeah. He also has uh, large Andrew Cananen vibes. The serial killer yeah. and assassination of Gianni <laughs> More Versace. cultural references. I've been watching that recently. Yeah. Uh, but he only has one move as an actor, and it's to lower his glass, his prescription glasses to the bridge of his nose. Push him back up. To to show judgment. Um, actually, yeah. I don't know. I did that move a lot. It works in middle yeah. school. But that's oh, not yeah. how prescription glasses work. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let's look at this blurrier for a second. <laughs> I got my eye when I on judge you. you. <laughs> So funny. And well, there is one uh, parental subplot that, even though there's not a movie made by Christians, does feel like catnip. Oh, for this audience, which is Zachary's My father is well. <gasps> Who's first, been away at war? Oh, that's they handle this he so. Couldn't funny. come back for anything. Well, they say he's they on tour, and I was like, is he a pianist? Like, in he, a yeah, band? Uh, yes, right? Because they just a say music he's, movie. On tour. he's on tour. Unclear, yeah. But in one lyric, he does say like military like my dad or something <laughs> <laughs> and um, you have to really i mean that's a second or third watch thing. yeah and, and, th- the, and he'll mention you know like this wouldn't have happened if and she's like if dad was here yeah. and he's like, i wasn't gonna say it yeah like he really is upset yeah. that dad's been gone I, which usually that would mean like oh you guys divorce and i blame you or something but right. it's like no <laughs> No, in Iraq or yes. something. Zachary's family dynamic is absurd. Uh, first, first of all, okay. Uh, can I just say that there is a white son? Yeah, the- Zachary and his mom are both black people, and Zachary's dad, it's revealed, is a white man. 
And that there was, was a just, reveal for me. There is just a white son. He may not even be white. I, it's, he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's a little ambiguous. Yeah, but he doesn't talk. And there's one scene <laughs> where the mom looks at him after like Zachary has left the dinner table. And it's kind of like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and we get like two scenes with him. One is that dinner scene where it's just like, who's this little kid sitting at the table eating <laughs> spaghetti with Splashing us? Uh-huh. And then the other one is like, we just cut into a scene and that kid is just trying to do a, hi- like a hip hop dance move. Yeah, and Zachary's right. like, no, no, it's like this. And it looks like they're doing the Macarena. Like, it's really... <laughs> and they nailed the Macarena. So talented. Well, I, it seems like uh, the little the little brother d- never quite gets it, but we should give him a break because dad's at war. Yeah. But then dad gets his shift covered so he can come... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets his shift in war covered. Oh my gosh. It was like... It was amazing yes. because you're it's like during dad's the final gonna song. come for yes. the final song yeah. they're doing their big number <laughs> he literally like walks in full military regalia and but with cane. A, yeah with a cane yeah and like hobbles down and, and zach like clocks yeah. him and it's like yeah it really is just like that's yeah. right and like, that's he's it not surprised. and then um he comes and sits down next to his mom who probably didn't know he was coming she just like pats his lap real quick and they just keep focusing oh hey on good to see him man oh nice and oh, then here after the performance he goes to talk to him and he's like hey and he like points at the cane and he's like don't worry about it i'm just glad i got here and then he hops up on the desk like dick van dyke and, and mary poppins returns so funny. it was just like the most uh lackluster soldier reunion yes. that there's ever been in it, movie. It, like they didn't milk it at all it really feels like, like checking a box yeah, just recreate a youtube or something there's dozens out there yeah. it it is so funny that this was like a marketing conference uh, thing for Christians <laughs> mm-hmm. it, with that element, especially. Did you guys, were you guys fans of High School Musical? Did you watch that franchise? I, yeah, like I, I feel like I was just on the cusp where I was like a little too old to really love it. Yeah. But like it did come out when I was in high school mm-hmm. uh, and I was like cognizant of it. I knew some of the dances. I was still watching Disney at the time, but I wasn't like, I love Vanessa. <laughs> it feels like Vanessa you're trying to prove your cred like, oh yeah, I knew of it. I knew some of the dances. Uh, yeah, right. but I wasn't like into it or anything. <laughs> it's so funny uh, because my story is copy paste that where it's like, yeah, um, I, I was, I thought it was a little old for Disney at that point, but my neighbor Kira really liked it. So I watched it with her and I was yeah. like, okay, Kira, I'll do you a favor and I'll watch high school musical in the camp rocks with you and then i like went to see i must yeah it's like Mm -hmm. well how how sophomoric (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh my god it's just hitting me i had um my friends who were in my grade were like still really obsessed with it and then we had a watch party for high school musical too wow at like one friend's house and i remember being kind of snooty about it yes okay were you a little snob you You give me so much shit for me oh you know i was a snob i've told you this before i I didn't know you were a snob i was like guys when are we all gonna admit that disney's fucking lame (laughs) (laughs) oh i thought you meant with the disney camera uh, like well it's no Don't paint with broad (laughs) brush jokes about it. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. No, I will say, like in college, I revisited the high school musicals, and I was like, these are fucking hilarious. These are so funny. They're fun. They're like, I I think Kenny Ortega is genuinely very talented, and I think he's amazing. He does an incredible job with the High School Musicals, of course. And uh, get your head in the game. Even even like that. We're all in this together. Yeah. Bet on it in High School Musical 2, I think, is like some of the most interesting cinema <laughs> of the 21st century. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I really admire the audacity of it. I think it's also fun to try to make kids care about musicals because there's so, I'm a big musical fan personally. And the movie musical especially is like such a elusive beast. Yes. And the fact that they did 
they made a movie musical for kids and preteens and teens and it it was a runaway success and like truly chan- changed the landscape of popular media for like a, at least a decade. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It probably primed a lot of kids in our generation to like really love musicals or like, to, yeah, or it wasn't just a theater yeah. kid thing. Like, and it was it's kind weird. of cool to still like it. It feels like a flash in the pan thing because, like, I was among the people who thought maybe Glee would be good after watching the pilot. Yeah. Oh, I remember I re- the pilot was I really good. I watched Glee that. for like a good second and then I was just like, boo boy. I, yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be, I was like, this will be a good show that like approaches performance and music and song and dance for kids in a way that it's like it's not at a baseline lame to care this much yeah i think glee is the greatest tragedy of the last 20 years Whoa. in america i have to listen to those songs <laughs> that includes 9-11 yeah i'm including 9-11 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're still yeah, in the 9-11 yeah. window I, I, I mean 9-11 just killed people glee killed art music. Yes. <laughs> and at the end of the day it's not, no, and it's not it's not a bad shot it's a it's a it's a a dynamite premise, dynamite wasted, premise. wasted on adult bop versions. Of yes, Ryan Murphy really shit. did that. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, uh, he didn't have to go. Versions. He didn't have to go that soft, but he did. Yes, and that's why almost like I respect this movie more for <laughs> its depiction of like what when you are in a singing group in high school, it actually looks like. like Sure. Well, and I think because it was such a low-budget production, it actually accidentally yes. nailed like yes. how scrappy it is, yeah. I think. Just like almost not on purpose, Absolutely. but it ends up being a lot more accurate than a high yeah. school musical it or feels, whatever. A lot of this movie feels strangely grounded, and I think it is because <laughs> of how low-budget it yeah. is. Like even when they're doing their um, You're Not the Boss number, that picnic area is like, visibly dirty yeah. and like there's yes. just stuff yes. in the background yes. that like it's not supposed to be but yeah. it's like normal for just a school or and whatever. I, I feel more pride watching this movie and these actors because like there are clear moments where you're like this act this actor is going for it yeah yeah <laughs> regardless of how good it is they are like i showed up to the choreography days i feel very uncomfortable yeah. with the dance moves yep. but i'm going to try to nail this take Doing my best yes yeah. uh-huh. it definitely feels like a version of eighth grade where instead of a movie where it kind of places you you know <laughs> empathetically and that yeah. character's mindset you just experience it as if it's yeah. you and you're there and you're watching this documentary about these children <laughs> doing their best for the probably these like greasy movie producers for this like very schlocky faith p- film pr- yeah exactly because every outdoor shot is in full sunlight it's always broad <laughs> well, daylight so sweaty can i read yes. some amazon reviews of this you. this would be fun <laughs> esther wrote two homeschooled families who love high school musical sat down tonight to watch this very fun looking high school musical takeoff flick she calls it a takeoff flick. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't mind it was a copy of High School Musical, but we're sure we're looking forward to it. As we watched the movie, I heard our 13-year-old's remark of the bad attitudes all these kids had during most of the movie. <gasps> the movie begins with bad attitudes and hearts as two choirs compete and the better choir brags and puts down the other mm, team. Yeah. Then when the main character learned he has to be he has to move, his best friend and him get in a fight and again need attitudes adjustments. <laughs> The two main they characters. Use a few attitudes adjustments for sure. I agree. The two main characters also get mad at their parents for something that is out of their control, which is moving in with an aunt because of a layoff and the previous death of the mother. My kids know that the parents apologize, but the teens don't. These are only a few examples. Not only that, there was a small kiss at the end by the two main characters, and we didn't see 
any relational commitments established during the movie. Even though our kids are encouraged to court, they were shocked that two Christian kids would kiss each other like that with no apparent dating or courting status behind it. Their jaws dropped like it's okay to just kiss someone on the lips because you like each other. Where is the (laughs) self-control? That can lead to other things. And the music isn't as catchy as high school music. Come on! <laughs> it's more old-style beatboxing rap with both traditional gospel choirs-type music. But I still gave it two stars because there were a few shining moments. Surprisingly apt. The main character speaks about trusting God through it all. Uh, though it didn't seem that way, he grows in grace and he brings the two rival groups together wow. and shows compassion. The ending song makes up for some of the songs that needed their, adi- their lyrics given attitude adjustments. Love this that. this was big in my house growing up is like attitude. Your attitude is bad. Wow. Have a good attitude. It's all about the attitude. Yeah, it's a it's a powerful word. Mm-hmm. Attitude attitudes adjustments. What do we attitudes adjustments <laughs> yes. is what she wrote twice. So not that. a typo. What do we call attitudes now? Like what's our 2019 adulthood version of like? Oh, maybe you need to change your attitude. Is Mood it? vibe. Change your vibe. Yeah. So is she your wrote, energy. So it's like kind of a harsh vibe here. Yeah. So if Esther was uh, here, she'd say, this movie was a big mood. And uh, the mood was bad. I'm like, let's hear her out. Um, I... <laughs> she sounds cool. Yeah, this she movie is a big mood. Right, Esther, come join the table. Uh, and also it sounds like her kids did have their sexual awakening to this movie. Yeah, their jaws dropped. They're like, what? It's allowed? Oh, she goes on to say, I could see my little boy start to... No, I was just... Oh, God, that could have gone so many directions. But I feel like that would go open up a great conversation about consent for those kids, and I really hope they do that. About consent, yeah, and uh-huh. you're really trying to find just a single moment from this movie that would be the right pathway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that that is so funny. <laughs> well, I, wh- I wonder, like, I of the audience of this movie, I wonder how narrow of uh, of a data point I am as a person who just casually watched this, not because not casually because a parent was like we'll try this. Yeah, maybe one person has seen this movie three times. I think um, you're probably not the only accidental watcher, because if you go to their IMDb, there's two photos for this movie mm-hmm. on their page. So is this one, yes. and then the second photo, for some reason, is this. Uh-oh. Uh, that's a that's a sub That's pretty disgusting. Uh, I did, I did that see up? that earlier it, that's today. That's just I was in the gallery. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's it. There's. I'm not making this up. This is the two is that photos in there. Is that uh, it's yeah, it's two it's nuns. Kind of a, it's like uh, a they're doing kind of a BDSM Photoshop. thing, yeah. like with a candle. Seems and like it's, a leather nun. Yeah. Um, so I have think you if seen you, the leather mon- nun? Great movie. Oh my god! If you stumbled too upon scary. that, maybe you would accidentally <laughs> too scary, too hot. Watch this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would like to say that again. I think that. Um, the a few of the songs are really good. <laughs> Wait, which ones are you thinking of? So there is one song that I think is unimpeachably bad, and it's when there's that confusing scene in the outdoor choir practice courtyard mm-hmm. where they get in a fight over the piano being too loud. Oh, it's yeah. like someone singing too loud. The conflict couldn't be like. I think that's like the power clear. play More of, a of uh, Glasses Guy yes. trying to like kick Zach, Zach yes. out of the band or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. his like sticking point or his rationale is like, you can't hear the piano. And then they're like, <laughs> Drea's singing too loud. And then like Miles is like, yeah. she's not even singing. And there's mm-hmm. this big conflict. And then, and then this song starts playing. 
This song sounds good. It sounds like a They're, Miguel song. Yes, yes. It yes. sounds like the start of a Lonely Island sketch. And um, first of all, these like synth keys in the background sound so good. I think the vocals sound good. There's a bridge where Drea oh, wait, gets you a love solo. this song. I think this song is good. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's a groove. It gets stuck in your head. the The actual chorus what? itself yeah, is a real <laughs> earworm. Were you so sad to discover none of these are purchasable or streamable anywhere? I mean, I can send you my files if you want them, but... This is a Miguel song. Jossie loves this. It is. They did a good job arranging this. It's good. I love that we we can find the merit in even this. This is better than any high school musical song. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. What shots have been fired here? Okay, so I think that one's good. I yeah. think that um, I think that the one that they do at the end, the big performance. Oh, they're like kind of him. Isn't bad. It's His eye and the sparrow. Strange. Yeah, yeah the eye and the sparrow arrangement. Mm-hmm. It's definitely strange. And there is a synth solo in this meow, during meow, meow, a meow. dance break that makes no sense, and it is so funny. This this actually rocks. This friggin' slaps. I was dancing around my apartment alone with no friends to speak of. Maybe not even a pet. My apartment landlord doesn't allow Just pets. Just when you think it's done going up, it's like, no, we got more in this solo. <laughs> And then just imagine a military father coming home. Yes. Oh, this is, and he's like, "What's up, Dad? Got to finish my song." Uh, oh, hey. Hope you're not injured. Uh, and I also like that there's like a good group that they beat. Uh, oh yeah, the Target kids. The Target kids. Yeah. The Target group. And then they they give their money to the school. And then the the lady who runs the church is like, "Well, wow, this will cover it," <laughs> which right, leads me to believe church. that she's a con woman. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, "Wow, this is." <laughs> The exact amount, no yeah. more or less. Well, the prize was a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> the prize was, I think, ten thousand dollars, which is the one element of this that makes zero sense for it's this a, kind of competition. It's a little unbelievable for it's, a three-way school competition. I am willing to believe every other element of this movie, <laughs> other than ten thousand dollars for like a high school church choir competition. Regional. regional. <laughs> this is just states, like. Is there a Nationals States. where you get like a Mercedes oh Benz gosh. or something? So funny. Oh, man. Well, friends, let's get to our final judgments on the movie. The way this works, Jossie's, we give it thumbs up, thumbs down, or side thumb. Holy toast, holy roast, or okay. space between. Wow. Holy toast, we send this movie all the way to heaven. <laughs> holy roast, we send it to hell. To hell. <laughs> or side thumb, we send it to purgatory. The space wow. between. Between baby, this is really oh, yeah. feeding my god complex. <laughs> good. good, good. Um, I'll take it away. This movie, I'm gonna give well, okay. For, so, for the first three quarters, when I thought this was a Christian made movie, of course, I would have given a holy, t- uh, holy roast wow. because it was like, oh, uh, you know, you're we're often talking about like this movie's kind of cynical, and you can tell they were like they're acting like they have good motives, but it's such a cash grab or whatever. And then upon knowing that this was actually baldly a cash grab <laughs> made this movie so much more enjoyable to yes. me. <laughs> There's no pretending that they yes. have like a moral high ground on this. Uh, so holy toast for me. Watch wow. it with friends. 
Friends. It's on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it <laughs> for free. Huge. So hit it up. Wonderful. Yeah, great recommendation, Jossie. Good Thank music. Thank you so much. It's fun. fun music. Wow. <laughs> I will ask Kevin for those files. <laughs> I'll send them. Yes. Look for a Dropbox. Okay, great. Uh, um, your turn. Okay, Go for it. awesome. Yeah. Um, so this may be surprising to the listeners <laughs> uh, how I feel about this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I think that, I think, yeah, you acknowledge that from the very top, this is a blind cash grab. And then as it trickles down, you just realize like everyone individually is doing as good as they can. And yeah. these like very bare bone, this bare bone environment and with bare bone resources. And I think that the music is so much better than it needs to be. I've watched a lot of original musicals uh, that are on Amazon prime oh, no. and they are so oh, pretty uniformly. It Mad. is so hard. It's a hard <laughs> making a musical movie is difficult. Uh, $8,000. So when I look at that, I I have to wholly toast this this movie. I have <laughs> to. My hands are tied. Such an enthusiastic <laughs> holy toast. I think I agree that it's it's like watch it with friends. Um, <laughs> if you have any sort of if you have any sort of friend or you know just person of relation you can <laughs> sidle up with pets. Drop House plants. Open a photo on your laptop of a famous actor you like and put it on the couch <laughs> with you. What do you think of the song Alice and Janney? <laughs> <laughs> then I just it's on Amazon Prime for reasons that I do not understand and you might as well just give it a listen and you will be surprised and delighted. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Like uh, given the circumstances yes. and what they had, it's actually pretty incredible. Yes. What they did. Yeah. Nat King Cole's nephew who lives I'm in so London. I mean, I don't know why we didn't him. lead with that. Yeah. <laughs> From Nat King Cole's nephew in Long Beach. It's really comes strange. Comes film. <laughs> Long Beach. Uh, I got to give this a huge holy roast. Of course. This movie depressed me no. and made me sad. It bummed me out. I felt so alone. It made me think about my life and my choices. Why am I doing this podcast? Have I not done enough to cultivate the right relationships in my life? Did I pick the wrong place to live in? I can't even have a little dog that would love me unconditionally and die 14 years later and Caroline could make fun of it dying like she did my previous dog. Um, Which killed. Yeah. Well, yeah, you killed him. It's very funny. Yeah. yeah, this really depressed me in a in a in a deep way, oh uh, in a, in a no bit way, where it's like, wow, I just I don't think my parents are proud of me. No, oh I don't think I'm doing nearly enough in my life to uh, warrant their approval before they die in about twenty to twenty five years. Uh, and it was all reflected back to me in some like mildly bad choreography and some okay songs. Some okay but, songs. So uh, I guess they watch with friends and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but God. we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listener. So go to at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. Give it a holy rose, a holy toast, or a space between. Get out there and Pokemon go to the polls. Amazing. I have to say real quick, I saw one of my notes is that one of the kids in the bad choir looks like Backpack Kid. <laughs> yeah. Like one-to-one Backpack Kid. I know the one you're talking and about. And he can do flips. He's the one that does a backflip later. Yeah. yeah. All right, just had gifted really cast. Up. Also, I mean, Kevin, it kind of sounds like you need to listen to that song where he talks about not being able to do it alone and how it's so much better, baby. Yeah. Wait, which one? Better with you. 
I Ooh, I should listen to this on the way home. <laughs> no, that'll depress you. So <laughs> I get on the 134 and veer off. And <laughs> get to that Eagle Rock overpass. On Obama Highway. Who just named that? I did not know that. That's true. Well, that makes sense because his presidency sure went off a cliff at the end of it, huh? Oh, my God. Sorry, I know this isn't I didn't know this it. gets political or else I would have brought my A-game. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, let's bring it down. Let's make it like an altar call <laughs> at a organized 40-hour famine. Famine rally. Oh, wow, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Let's just get into that holiness. and Yeah. God does. God, thank you. <laughs> does, it, does this bring you back the, the feelings? Yeah, ooh, of, this is this is uh, to borrow a term, a mood and a vibe. Wow. Uh, God is the biggest mood. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> the ultimate mood. No, it feels God, very sound bathy. The ultimate mood. <laughs> I know you could be getting a massage right now. <laughs> yeah. Or your soul could be getting a massage. Yeah. I could be in that quiet room in the Korean spa where it's called the oxygen room, but there's a TV. Showing CNN. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just that's you, so one funny. other stranger in a robe, and you're both quietly watching <laughs> CNN. Your mind. <laughs> I, oh yeah, I guess it's bad out there, huh? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk to each other though. It disturbs the the social contract of the case spa. <laughs> Jossie, on this show, we don't uh, promote our own projects. Yeah. Or plug our own Ugh, social so media. Vain. It's so vain. <laughs> We're searching for the approval of man, which you'll never get. Of course. But we do lift them up to the Lord. Okay. In addition to what we're enjoying right Mm -hmm. now in secular culture. (laughs) And we do this every week. We start with Caroline. Uh, You can lift me up to the great vibe in heaven at Caroline's Farts on Twitter and Instagram. Um, And this week, I'm going to lift up a show I've been really enjoying that I just finished and it is chillingly accurate uh, Pen15 which is two grown women pretending to be middle schoolers Uh, they don't draw attention to it in the show they're just in middle school in the early 2000s Yeah, Um, and it is so good and their clothes like really rock you back to that (laughs) time and it's really accurate and it's kind of like surprisingly moving how they like talk about like real adolescence for girls at that time and everything it's great uh, I highly recommend it it's on Hulu check yeah, it out I saw the pilot and oh yeah yeah it, I couldn't believe how well I bought the premise yes <laughs> you forget after a while like oh they're older than me probably yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really funny too yeah. so. well it's nice in that too in that they're not uh, subjecting age appropriate child actors to relive trauma yeah. from like two weeks which earlier. I think is what they why they did it too because there is like masturbation in the show and stuff like that it's great yeah it's very smart I was I was it's smart and grounded yeah yeah (laughs) it's so just like Sunday school (laughs) no I want (laughs) (laughs) okay okay just like just like Sunday school (laughs) wait a minute a business card just fell out of Jossie's purse it's a uh, faith, faith films. No. Oh my god! Executive I'm wait a minute. No, I'm just a social media manager. <laughs> I really don't have that much power. Wait, social do you media. pretend to have depression on their Twitter? Yeah. Like I'm depressed at Wendy's or whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah. Gag me, Zach from Sunday School Musical. <laughs> Run me over Whoa. with a truck. Dear god. Uh, yes. Thank you, Caroline. Oh, we turn it welcome. to Josh. Um. Hi, you can Hi. lift me up on on the platforms Twitter and Instagram at jossie.com. Hey. J-O-C-E-Y-D-O-T-C-O-M. Instagram where? 
I slid into Jossie's DMs and invited her on the show. Yeah, you so too it can does do it. work. Anyone who follows me, I will, I will DM Kevin your profile. What? <laughs> say no. here'd be a, they'd be a great guest. <laughs> um, and one thing that I'd like to lift up is a documentary from 2017, topical Gosh. called The King. Uh, I just uh, watched it on the streaming service Canopy. Is that also with Alec Baldwin? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's about Elvis, right? Four. Yeah, I've already talked to Kevin at a party about it. I think, yeah, that was our first conversation. I've been trying to get people to watch this for months. Uh, For months. And it's a documentary about Elvis. And before watching it, I really didn't care or know anything about Elvis Presley, the musician. But it's a really good documentary that makes a statement about America as a superpower in a way that's more thoughtful than I've seen. And other documentaries are trying to kind of corner that market. And it features uh, an interview by Alec Baldwin where he comes across looking so miserable he's wearing like three scarves yeah and he like makes people at like rockefeller center like chant for him oh (laughs) amazing but if if you have any interest in music history it's really good uh and i've truly been listening to elvis's sun sessions in my car everywhere i go since watching it and it's so interesting it puts you in a good attitude he's a very talented musician attitude adjustment and they also have people on it to dunk on him so it's a great documentary (laughs) Uh, the King, you can watch on Canopy. Uh, I don't know if it's anywhere else. So Canopy good luck. Canopy sounds like you made it up in an yeah, improv scene. Canopy is a free streaming service offered by some libraries and universities. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweet. So check it out. Oh, it's been been a little bit since I've been to university. <laughs> uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll lift up Brody Stevens this week because I really enjoyed seeing him. I remember when I first got to L.A., and going to the, because I, you know, before doing all this stuff, just going to all the stand-up shows, and I'm sure you went through it too, mm-hmm. just going to all the shows you could. And every time he would be the, like, if not the best one, the most interesting set to see. Of just, he could list people's hometowns and make it funny. <laughs> or IMDB credits. And he unfortunately passed away. Uh, recently, so may he rest in peace and look up his stuff on Meltdown or any of his crowd work stuff. He was so very funny and one of my favorite people to do a bad impression of. <laughs> so Brody Stevens, and you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere, and you can follow us and blah blah blah, and go to Patreon.com/slash/GoodChristianFun. Subscribe to our second service. We do an additional episode every week. This week we're taking your calls and talking to you, the listener. It was so good. It was so interesting. To it talk. was very we had some really fun. great listeners. Oh, that's so fun. A lot yeah. of substantial <laughs> cues and a lot of good combos. Yeah, y'all are great. And a lot of uh, zoo crew fart noises on our end. <laughs> and uh, go to iTunes slash Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We donate one dollar to charity every month. And this month's charity is Charity Water. Speaking of charity, <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, yeah, this uh, yeah, we- baby. Swings <laughs> <laughs> <Soinks>, my wife. <laughs> so uh, we I uh, we put it out there asking you guys for some suggestions, and this one actually came up a lot. Uh, but they're working to end the water crisis and um, give education and help people get access to water in countries where it's really hard to do that, and uh, especially to give that access to women and kids because when women don't have to walk for miles to get water they can actually start getting educated and build a career and um, change the community so go to charity water and donate yourself hell yeah 
thank you for having me. Yay. <laughs> so thanks for being here. It's so show, fun. Jossie. What a damn delight. Yeah, I'll come, come back and talk about catching love and pitching. Come back anytime. Come <laughs> back next week. I haven't oh, booked okay. anyone. I'll just come and hang out. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Third host. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's nothing left to say except for in all of Pont's people said. Amen. Jossie, what Sunday School Musical song do you want us to go out on? I would like it to be that one I really like. That, uh, but you should start halfway through the song so we can hear Drea's solo. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's see if I can do it halfway through. Oh. It's so pretty. Oh, this is such a good bridge. <laughs> Part of this sounds like that Gambino song. I've been listening right? to so much Gambino in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never oh, I've been so listening to specifically that. Kauai. Come on. I love that one. I will see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you, guys. I'm a fan of Christian music. I'm a fan of my mom. I'm a fan of podcasts about Christian pop culture. Hey, everybody, it's me, Rami Malik from Bohemian Rhapsody and Mr. Robot. Uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody, I played the role of a guy who didn't know who he was working with. <laughs> but anyway... I was just coming on here to say that next week on GCF, Kevin and Caroline are going to be doing the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time. And I'm going to be a fan of it. So that's next week on the podcast. I'm, I I took over for Amy Grant this, this week, who I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of Amy Grant. I'm a fan of Amy Grant's mom. So all right, Ramey signing off. I'm a fan of saying goodbye. That was a headgum podcast.